lovely listeners. I'm Sarah Cubmore from Homegrown Learning. And after several requests from listeners to hear what young people think about home educating, I am delighted to be joined by Faith. Faith is 14 years old and is here to share some of her recent experiences about going to school and being home educated. Hello, Faith. Hello. So let's start with a little bit of background about you and your family and where you live. Okay. What do you want me to start with? Where you live. Well, I live in Penzance and it's lovely, but at the moment it's so cold. And that's not that great. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> that is true. That is true. It is quite chilly yeah, today. I think I'm wearing like three jumpers right now. Yeah. And we are in what we call the cave recording this. So yeah. it's it's not that warm. Um, so you're 14 years old. Yes. And you, have you got any other siblings? I have one younger brother. He's eight, just turned eight. He's called Rogan. And is he home educated as well? Yes, he's home educated and he's never been to school and hates the idea. Does he really? Really hates it, yeah. So that's interesting. So you, and you live with your mum? Yeah, my mum. Your mum. And um, so you you were always home educated until recently, is that? Yeah, until start of September. And, but still not anymore. Which no. is lovely. Yeah. You're back in the home ed <laughs> yeah. world. But it but chatting to you, you've got a beautiful story to tell about why you wanted to go to school and kind of what happened and what it made you realise about home educating. So do you do you, you're happy to kind of go for it and share Definitely, with us yeah. what happened? Why did you end up going to school? Well, I think the very first thought I had of going to school was when I was quite little, I would wake up in the morning make myself a packed lunch and then go upstairs and do my work and then just eat in like my school room with that little packed lunch and and then I would start to take pencil cases and then pack a little bag and I just thought that was so cool and I loved the idea and then I stopped doing that when I got a bit older but I think this summer mainly I started to think what the experience was actually like and I wanted to know what it was and so I talked to my mum about it she was like what you want <laughs> to go to school um so I kept saying yeah yeah I really want to go and so like we do the paperwork and stuff and I told my friends and one of my best friends she goes to that school too so that's why I wanted to go to that particular school yeah, yeah. um and when I told her she was like oh, yeah I'm going to love it so much. You're going to be at my school. We're going to see each other every day. It's going to be great. Um, so, yeah, that was really good. So you're pretty excited. Once you'd made your mind up and you'd twisted your mum's arm and <laughs> she was happy to let go. Yes. <laughs> and uh, and so so that was in this summer. And then you set about, was it lovely getting your uniform? Were you excited about yeah, that? I yeah. actually was. I was so excited. We, Me and my nan went up to the to the shop we were like okay we're gonna get the school uniform we got it all on our hands I tried it on I was like oh wow I do not look good in this <laughs> <laughs> this does not look good why did I was like why was I excited about this it's, um yeah that was quite funny it's quite funny because it does remind me my daughter is six and she doesn't want to go to school but she has asked for a pair of school shoes and a school a school summer dress and uh when she got it it was so itchy she just couldn't bear having yeah. it on but but she did like the paint and leather black school shoes mm. she's quite drawn to them <laughs> <laughs> um so just like 
taking a step back so why does as your mum like shared with you why what was her choice about home educating why did she want to do that um to be honest I think it was just that she didn't feel that was right to be like separated for that long all day all week it was just not good and that's one of the things I didn't like about school actually that I was just separated for so long Mm. Um, but another reason was I don't think she she had a very good time at school. I think yeah. she found it really boring and she wanted to make my experience better, which was really nice. And I'm so thankful for her for doing that. Oh, that's lovely. That is lovely. Um, and it must, I mean, it must have been quite hard for your mum, actually, when you turned around and said, actually, I want to go to school. But your mum's pretty awesome and open. and Yeah, you know, she's I've, pretty awesome. Yeah, that, <laughs> so that's great that she gave you the chance to go in and, and see what it's like. So, um, and before we start talking about your school experience, just talk us through, you, d- you said a little bit about, like, how you used to make a packed lunch and do your work. Have yeah. you got, what's, because ho- people are always interested in everyone's home ed life. Like, what does it look like for you? Because everybody's so different and you know some people set it up differently so kind of what does home educating at home look like for you guys is it right now do you mean yeah like in the last sort of week is it formal is it Um, like child-led well to be honest in the last week I haven't done much no it's very honest of you Faith (laughs) (laughs) but normally I don't start early because I don't like getting up early no and it right in the morning I like to just be a bit more peaceful with my mornings because it's I can't concentrate when I've just woken up because I'm hungry I want tea maybe I just want to read a book for like half an hour or something so starting with maths at like 8 a.m wasn't wasn't a great idea and is that like so when you talk back to like your primary phase were you like more um did you find mornings easier and has that has that changed since you've gone into your teenage years do you think yes that's interesting. Very much. Because when I was younger, I'd I'd get up early and I'd like, be like, yes, let's start the day, let's do it. And now I'm like, oh, five more minutes, please. <laughs> I don't want to do it. <laughs> so you're bursting with energy when you're younger and then yeah. that just sort of changes, which is really interesting. And perhaps we should um, explore a bit later on in terms of like your views on the school day and, and that kind of thing. But... Um, I'm desperate to ask you, what, what, so what was it like? You got your uniform, you're all ready to go, your <laughs> yeah. friends are excited. So you got friends inside and outside school? Yeah, I, I would say more outside, although the friends outside were mostly schooled, just not at the same school. Yeah, okay. Um, but yeah. So lots of first day, did you, did you sleep the night before? Were you nervous or were you just really excited? Um, I'm not sure it really hit me that I was going to school until the morning mm-hmm. that I had to get up at 7am. I was like, eek. Wow. Yeah, no. <laughs> but to be honest, on my first day, the moment I woke up in the morning, I was like, yes, let's go. Let's get this uniform on. I put it on. I felt really smart. I was like, I'm so cool. <laughs> I kind of felt like a nerd, though, because I had all my books and massive backpack of full of just random things okay so because I thought I'd need stuff well yeah yeah you don't know do you so that's that's fair enough but um I can't imagine you look like a nerd to be honest but <laughs> so you. so seven o'clock start you're up you did you did you walk to school with your friend or did you yeah you did? I did I met my friend at her house because she just lives over the road which is great at about 
20 past seven, oh. which was the earliest I think I've ever seen any of my friends. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and I walked in my friend's house. I was like, hi, I'm ready to go, ready to go. She was like, how are you so up and alive right now? I was like, I'm so excited. Um, and so, yeah, we walked to school and that was all great. She is in the, She was in the year above me, so we kind of split quite early on. But no, it was really nice walking with someone. Yeah, on your, on that first day. Yeah. yeah, and nice to feel like somebody else is in that school that you're connected to. Yeah, and that, definitely. So you walked into school. Did you know where to go? Did someone meet you? And Nope, I had absolutely no idea anything. Someone had showed me a map uh-huh. of the school, which made no sense. And I just <laughs> kind of put it to one side. I was like, I'm just going to ask people where to go. Yeah, cool. That's, yeah. that's quite good, using your initiative. Um, so you had your timetable and that pre-given to you in your form. What, what, so what was... Talk us through that first day. It felt a bit controlling, to be honest. And going straight into school, having no idea what was going on, it was kind of scary. But I was also excited, and it was just really good. So we got into our groups, and then we went to our mentor groups, and... She talked us through the day, and that's when I got my timetable then. So pretty much for the first 20 minutes, I was just studying that. (laughs) I was like, oh, my goodness, I've got so much to do. But that was really exciting, actually. Still felt exciting at that point. Yeah, it did. And then did someone walk you to your lessons and what? My friend did. Oh, great. Which was really good. Although we didn't have... We only had one lesson together, which was PE. Yeah. But that was okay. I made a few friends. You did the lessons, yeah. You did. So first lesson was to be honest, I really can't remember. No. <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> fair enough. So what, what what lessons do you remember in that day? And what was it? Um what did it feel like? I did maths. Yeah. I know I did maths. And I can't remember any of the others. No. I really can't. It was that, that first day really was a blur <laughs> for you. Kind of that excitement, that like, what's next? Yeah. Did you feel um so so first day first day was 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 gone has gone next day did you still feel that excitement no after the first day when I got home I said to my mum oh my goodness that was amazing I loved it but it only felt like I was just off on a little adventure for that one day yeah and to be honest doing it every single day like five days a week for a lot of weeks I don't even know how many Mm. That just felt too controlling of my life and I didn't want to do that. Mm-hmm. And then on the second day, it kind of started going downhill a bit. Yeah. And I didn't... First day, I loved it. Second day, meh. It was, it was all right. It was school. Mm-hmm. And then I just didn't like it from then on. Um, so going back, so you, you talked a little bit about sort of feeling um, that everything was a bit controlling. What Can you unpick those things a little bit what what felt controlling for you the fact that I was told what to wear when to get there to not talk to people if I needed help really yeah because in the middle of a lesson obviously you could put your hand up and ask your teacher for help but if you needed one quick answer you couldn't just ask the person next to you even if you knew they knew Right. Because it would be disrupting the class. And I get that because you need to set boundaries for that. But 
if you, it's just one quick question, I just didn't see the point in that and that felt very controlling and I don't like being told what to do. No, but, and, and I guess like it, it's wasting a lot of time actually, yeah, isn't it? If you're sat there is. waiting for your teacher to ask a question when the person next to you, you know, could have just quickly helped you and you could have got on. Yeah. That's kind of frustrating. Did you see any, did you see any behaviours in school, in your lessons that you felt were a result of that, like controlling of people just being frustrated or bored or? Yeah, so much. Because first day I was ecstatic. Yeah. But everyone was like, oh, school, I already hate it. It's already so boring. I can't believe I'm here. Half the people in my class were just sleeping. Oh, really? Yeah, and I think that's because they can't just get on because the teacher is, one, Mm. helping 30 kids. Mm. And that's too much responsibility, I think. Yeah. Yeah, so so what, what do you think school could look like like you've talked about you talked about getting up too early and that being too and you've talked about like the controllingness of being told what to do so what what would it look like to you if you could design a space for young people to learn definitely a lot less kids like maybe groups of five I know that's that's quite small Mm -hmm. and that would take a lot of teachers but the groups of five with the same learning abilities and the same needs would be so helpful and they everyone would excel so much faster, I think. Do you think there's any merit in, like, people working across different ages? Do they have to all be 14 in your class or...? Absolutely not. No, I think that if it's an age range, the pe- the older children would help the younger ones so the younger ones would learn faster and the older ones would remember the stuff they learn because they've been teaching it. Yeah. I think a variation of age, as long as it's not like five and 18. Yes, yeah. yeah. Just like a small gap, maybe four years. Yeah, because you see that, that a lot really in home educating. Yeah. You see that a lot where you learn a skill and then you practice the skill like in real life yeah. and it sort of embeds it in you, doesn't it? And I guess that would enable that to happen I can sort of do that with my brother actually because he's a genius with maths he's actually so good really wow yeah. wow um so if I learn something in maths like I don't know I can't even think of anything <laughs> I can then talk to Rogan about it and that will give him a pre-understanding of it mm-hmm. and embed it more in me so yeah. I can remember it which is really good yeah it's helped me a lot and that's a big age gap isn't it like so so you're 14 he's eight but actually that works for for his level of understanding and you're where you're at with your maths yeah. so I mean I guess I guess it, it would be really hard for the government to suddenly make class sizes of five but definitely those smaller spaces and I mean a lot of schools are using teaching assistants to sort of to help there could be more sort of um there could be more use of additional adults to allow you to kind of group together to work on things and then come together what what did you think about like um the timetables and did you have bells in your school the bell wasn't working for the first week oh wow wow that's strange so to this day I still don't know the times of things because People would tell me, but I'd just be so rushed that I'd just forget the time. So yeah. I didn't know when to go to my next lessons after lunch and break. 
Um, but then next week, Belle was in, and I was like, whew, I can just relax a bit. It's good. Yeah. So did you did you mind having that, like, timed, like, it's an hour for this lesson, and or did that, were you okay with that because you could use your watch and think, okay, I've got this long to do this, or...? Um, to be honest, I think the lessons could have been longer because they were only, like, 45 minutes or something. I wasn't timing yeah, it. Yeah, wow, 45 minutes. And yeah. 20 minutes would be getting everyone in during the register and then at the end getting everyone out. Wow. So it'd only be, like, 25, 20 minutes of actual work and that would include learning something, writing about it and then recapping it and it just wasn't enough time. Yeah, that's really interesting. So do you feel like that a lot of time was wasted sort of in that in that transition from one lesson to another Definitely, lesson? yeah. Wow. Because lessons were meant to be one after the other, like at the start of the day, but you'd spend half an hour getting to your next class. Mm. And that would be too much time wasted that you could have been doing work and then you'd have more time left the and rest of the day. Was there, was there much disruption in the lessons that you were in? Um, because I'd just started school and they didn't really know where I was. I was kind of middle set. Yeah. And a lot of the kids in the middle set, they didn't want to be there and they didn't want to learn. So I found that quite difficult because it was my choice to be there and I wanted to. Yeah. You wanted to learn and you were like ready for like, right, okay, what are we doing? But yeah. So what, when you say, how did you know they didn't want to? What were their, what were their behaviours like? Well... It was just to the teacher, they'd be rude. Like, rude when you're tired. Mm, like, yeah. fed up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and do you think they were fed up because because they were bored? Were they challenged? Or what? what or was I think it a combination? They were bored. Mm, just yeah. bored. Is that how you felt? To be there. While you were there. Did you, did you feel challenged or excited by particular things? Or did you. Um, No, I think history, that was scary because I'd done certain parts of history that they hadn't done, but they'd done loads that I hadn't. Yeah. And the teacher was like, I'll just catch up quickly overnight. I was like, wow, (laughs) (laughs) can't really do that. Um, So that was challenging. But the rest of my lessons, especially maths, was really easy and I felt like I wasn't doing anything Mm. like I was recapping stuff I did five years ago wow and I was like this isn't this isn't good yeah and did that so what 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 in what made you then decide actually this is not not this is not where I want to be if I have to be honest from about day three to when I stopped I would be in student services, like, having anxiety and feeling really oh. stressed. And some days I would even start crying because I just couldn't handle it. Yeah. And it was too much time away from my family, which yeah. I've spent 14 years with. Yeah, yeah. And I wasn't getting what I wanted out of it. Mm-hmm. And that was really frustrating for me. Do you think if it had been set up well and and you'd been excited and felt challenged and all of those kind of things that maybe you wouldn't have have had those feelings that like you're missing home and just missing the kind of comfort of being and learning at home? And I think, as I said, if the classes were smaller, it would take less time. So then it wouldn't be all day. 
yeah. and that would be really good. That yeah, would be that's, great. that is definitely something I wanted to chat to you about is the is the school day because actually there's there's been more research recently about sort of in those teenage years and um that actually in the teenage years they do naturally want to get up later and start later yeah. so what would be like your what do you feel like would work for a school day for like a, a, a teenager young adult I think definitely getting there later because 8:45 is not a good time to be ready to learn mm. that's like just about breakfast yeah <laughs> <laughs> i think 10 maybe yeah. i know that sounds quite late no, because no, it's no. very different mm. but if you got there like quarter to 10 you start lessons at 10 yeah and you had your lessons and it could go on for longer because maybe until five because mm. you have started that later yeah no I'm with you I'm with you I'm, I'm, I'm really am interested in like what the school day looks like and I think you know people listening might say well don't they need to be getting yourself into work mode you know like if you're going to go to work mm. the nine to five still is sort of what people assume people do although Nowadays, there are so many other jobs and so many ways of working. Do you think, what would be the point, is there a point where the time could change or, or within your development that you think actually you would just naturally be ready for for that? I don't think I'd ever be ready for that. No. <laughs> so you're going to look for a job that's not a nine to five. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which is fair enough. And I guess I guess that's where we, we're all unique and we all work differently and maybe those people that are forced into like nine to five jobs it doesn't work for them and they drop out and that's because it doesn't fit with their natural rhythm <laughs> yeah and I think if you're awake and you're ready to do it you work so much better yeah and there are some people who are like that and I think um I know myself like in my teenage years I was I have always been an early riser so do you think there's space for schools to have um a more flexible approach so like you could turn up check in with your teacher your mentor then you could go into your space and be working and if you want to work for 45 minutes or an hour and a half that's okay yeah I think that's a really good idea because being there early if you wake up early you want to start you want to get straight to it I think having the opportunity and the freedom to do it for as long as you need or as early or as late within reason yeah <laughs> is good because then you want to do it and I always feel if I want to do a piece of work mm. I will get it done quicker and better than mm. if I have to yeah do you think like <clears throat> thinking about subjects you know you've got your you've got your core subjects your English your maths your science your um, computer skills and whatever else you want to consider being a, a core skill do you think when you start at secondary those those you still need to be grouped for those or or could they be done flexibly or do you have any views on kind of how that could look again I'm not really sure what you mean so if, like if, if we took maths and you started at secondary school mm. do you think maths could be done in this like fluid way where you just turn up and you kind of self self-learn almost with a, a kind of mentor or do you think 
that those core subjects maybe you need to be in a group with similar ability people whatever age kind of both Mm. I think you do need space to do it on your own but with the core subjects like maths and English you need to be pushed Mm. to actually do it because Mm -hmm. for me homeschooling is great and I can do it and I have the freedom but sometimes I don't Mm. just because I'm not feeling it that day and then I've just missed an opportunity to learn it more mm-hmm. and to I don't even know what's going to say no but <laughs> isn't it it's, it's, it's lovely that you say that but isn't it beautiful the fact that you've been home educated till you're 14 you've gone to school you're not behind the other children yet you yeah. you've said to me you didn't do anything particularly last week and maybe you have odd days but do you think that that you are of a similar level or even dare I say better than 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 your peers were in school do you think that is because when you're home educating um it's it is a one-to-one pretty much isn't it so definitely do you think you're learning at a bit better pace um, yeah because the pace is to me it's not to the majority of the class it's exactly what I need and if I need to do maths in the morning and then English next and then science after that I can do that Mm -hmm. or if I need to do something creative in the morning and do maths later then I can do that too and I think that's such a good way to do it Mm. because then I want to do it yeah did you feel um I I don't know if you were there like long enough to to comment on it but in terms of creativity you know it's so important that people Uh, are allowed to explore their creativity we're all creative people but do you feel like school um sort of suppresses creativity in young people or or did you feel there was loads of opportunity there to well if you did art and textiles you could express it within that but you weren't allowed to do anything with yourself yeah because you had to wear the certain uniform And I remember one time a kid came into school with white shoes instead of black shoes. And he got detention. Right, yeah. I just thought, does the colour of your shoes really change the way you learn things? No. I didn't think that was very good. No, the uniform debate is quite a quite a good one. Yeah. Maybe we should do another podcast on uniforms because, <laughs> like, there's there's so many pros and cons for it. But it doesn't. I, I I hear what you're saying. It definitely doesn't allow for you to be creative in your in your person. No. But in the school day, do you think like you're 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 fabulous at dance? I know that. <laughs> so do you? Um, you know, would there have been time for you to explore those kind of passions? Do you think? No, not really. I do know that maybe some schools would do the more creative subjects like dance and another one that I can't think of Mm. (laughs) yeah so you've got your you know schools schools do do their arts and things but what about did you have to make any choices like in terms of um leading up to GCSEs about what you could do and what you couldn't do in subject wise um I had to do math science and English yeah that was just core three you had to do them and then I had to choose a language. Right. So I chose Spanish. Yeah. Um, I had to choose either geography or history. And I chose history. And I regretted that. Yeah. Do you think 
does that is that a frustration for young people in terms of the choices they're having to make too soon in terms of yeah because i'm 14 i would be last year of school next year and i have no idea what i want to do when i'm older mm. and so making that big of a choice when i still don't really know mm. isn't good no, so it's almost and it's almost crushing you in the sense of not allowing you to explore perhaps all the areas. Yeah, it's that overwhelming yeah. needing that big of a choice. Yeah, I can remember feeling like that with languages because I, you know, I try really hard, but my <laughs> language skills are atrocious, and and it felt to me like a real wasted time in secondary school learning that language when I could have been doing something much more creative that fitted me, a different subject, but. Yeah, I guess um, yeah. I guess that's something else that perhaps the government could could look into would really, maybe excite children a bit more. Maybe. Yeah, definitely. I really love Spanish and I practice it every day by myself. And all I want to do is speak it fluently. Like that sounds amazing. Yeah. But in school, it it was it would get me there and stuff. But I didn't want to learn it that forcefully. Yeah. And I don't need a GCSE in a language because I don't I know that I don't want to pursue it anymore. I just want to be able to speak it. Mm. I think if I can speak it for a love it, of it. I don't need to. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm with you on that. And so so therefore that could be another sort of design set up in school where you know not everything has to be about taking a GCSE. Actually some things are just study for the love of it and yeah. you know provide opportunities for for maybe you to have those Spanish conversations with people and be a bit mm. more fluid with it and another thing to add to that is one of my lessons at home is dog training yes tell us about the dog training well at the moment for the next two weeks we have six dogs in the house wow which is a lot (laughs) but normally we only have four Mm -hmm. which is going to be amazing because right now having six dogs is too much yeah. and now four is going to feel like none and and a very physical brother as well i yes. can imagine that the house is kind of expanding rapidly as yep. i run around um so tell us about the dog training because it's quite a passion of yours isn't it yeah i love dogs they're just the best Aww. i could have full on conversations with them sometimes <laughs> it's amazing you're the next dog whisperer yeah yeah <laughs> i'm the next one so what what have you done in terms of dog training tell us about the little um well i didn't really do much but when the first two dogs were younger i just taught them a little bit and i taught my dog to just jump up and down when i like told her to which is really cute actually yeah i can imagine (laughs) yeah that sounds gorgeous um but i really want to be able to know how to do it properly so Mm -hmm. I can teach them loads of tricks and I'll be the best in show when I with the tricks and stuff and you've been your mum was um telling me about all the stuff you've been you you kind of you're really a really organized naturally a really organized person you've been sort of setting up goals for your um for your dog training and things how what what yeah what have you done in terms of the learning behind the dog training I haven't done much to that but I have this youtube place yeah I'm not really sure what to call it where I've watched a few of her videos and she's really good at teaching dogs and teaching people how to teach dogs and I've sort of been trying to do that with 
mine. Mm-hmm. And it's going all right. And have you set but up a little program and things like that? Of like... I have a book, a portfolio, stuck pictures in it of wow. like progress. And it's going really well, actually. I'm really proud of my dogs. <laughs> and what what are you what what skills are you using to do this? Like, in terms of your learning, so you're obviously writing. You're keeping a little journal. Yep. Um, are, you, are you having to like? I'm definitely learning to be more organised with the time I have you, to do it. More organised. I. I know. <laughs> I don't know how I could be. <laughs> no. <laughs> um. Okay, so if we were to just touch on social, the social side of home educating, because yeah. I think that's such a big thing that people who really want to home educate their children really worry about and potentially stops people. But you're, so, you know, you're really, you're really confident. You're, I love the fact that you said at school, well, I've got a timetable, but I'd actually just ask people, you know, <laughs> like that's the most obvious thing to do. Yet to to many teenagers, that would be quite a daunting thing to do, to put themselves out there. So um, talk to us about how are you social? How have you got these skills that you've you've got? Yet Not you- really sure. I just, I like people. I, that's actually debatable. <laughs> sometimes I like people and yeah. sometimes I really don't like people. Yeah, I'm with you on that. There's like, love them or hate them. There's no in between. <laughs> um, I feel like I can be very extrovert and talk to people when I want to and I can and I do it a lot especially with dance because people will come up to me and they'll ask me stuff about the next coming shows and stuff mm-hmm. and I have to I have to give them an answer yes <laughs> and if I don't know I have to tell them that I don't know and that's scary mm. sometimes that I don't know an answer to something because you're working a little bit with dance aren't you you're yeah. helping helping to run some of the children's classes and things like that which yeah. is pretty awesome at 14 That's yeah. to be doing that. So but, I have to have quite good social skills for all the little kids mm. that want to talk with me all the time. But also I have to be not too friendly with them so they actually get something done. Yeah, but that's great. That's, that's amazing Like to hear a 14-year-old talk about that because that's, that's fantastic skills. What, what, what um, do you got? You've got friends. You're going yes. to stay at a friend's house tonight, are you? Yes, I am. So you've got friends. Some, some are in school. Are, are many of your friends home educated or are they mostly in school? Mostly in school, which is kind of hard when I can't just see them on a daily basis. But my best friend is not in school and... That's the one I'm going to see tonight. Mm. And we just spend all day together sometimes. And we'll do our work together. Yeah. And she's a year below me, so it's really good to have that age difference as well. Yeah. Even though it's only one year. that That's really good because I can teach her things at, an, at a higher level, but she'll teach me some stuff about history because she's really good at that. Wow, that's lovely. That's really lovely. And your friends are all sort of different ages. You've got some older and some younger and some the same age. Mostly, like, around my age. Yeah. 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 So do you feel like home educating um, has been tricky for you, socialising, or do you feel like you're no different to anyone else who's gone to school and got social skills? I think that it has been tricky sometimes because I don't have the diversity that school does. Yeah. But I feel like I can be more closer to adults now yeah. because that's kind of who I spend my day with. Yeah. 
And I feel like that's going to be really good for when I need interviews when I'm older for jobs or something, anything like that, because I know how to talk to them. Yeah, that's actually a really amazing point, really, because actually when you're in school and you're that student, you can't have that relationship with a teacher, can you? You can't have that, you know, you can talk to them, you can ask them questions and things like that. But there's, you know, certainly I know from being a teacher myself, you've always got that kind of facade on with with children where you're being, you know, professional and you're not able to sort of like relax and really sort of sit down with a cup of tea and talk about the things that they're really passionate about in the same same sort of... um, level so that's actually a really good point that you've just raised i'm not saying that kids in school don't have good relationship with adults because some do but i'm saying that from being homeschooled they're like my friends yeah and i feel like kids in school maybe feel like they're not there's like a line between them yeah they're adults We're children. Yeah, and do you think that that's partly... You've seen that at all in terms of behaviour and sort of their... Yeah. Yeah. Because if the teacher asked a student to do something or even made a joke, they'd, like, be like, oh, that's funny, but be like, you're a bit weird, why are you doing that? Yeah. Kind of thing. Because from both sides, from the teacher's side, they're they're taught to be absolutely professional child protection you don't you don't cross over that line at all in terms of a relationship um helping children Mm. in that kind of relationship or but from the other side is it um you know perhaps it's not cool either to to sort of ask questions and did you did you feel any of that like it's not cool or the bullying or any of those absolutely because i remember in my english lesson that was on my first day actually i do remember it's coming back it is um I was in my English lesson and I was sat there and I was feeling all good about myself and the teacher started asking questions like that I thought were like just normal and I'd like put my hand up every time no one else would. I was like, you just asked a question, you you obviously know the answer, why don't you put your hand up? And it was just strange that I was like talking to the teacher Yeah. and they were like, ooh. This student is talking back to me, but in a nice way. This is strange. This is good. And that was really nice because I felt that I had a really nice relationship with my teachers. Mm. Yeah, but it wasn't cool in terms of like no, the other kids. No, I got just, like, a few dirty looks. Yeah. Like, how are you talking to them? Yeah, that's... And that. do you think, do you think that is... Do you think there is a lot of that peer pressure among, you know, in Definitely. school? You know, is it, yeah. if it's not cool, then it's sort of stops children from maybe yeah. making the progress that they would if it if it wasn't uncool because in a lesson if I didn't know something I would ask the teacher mm. but in the back I would hear like laughs and stuff that I just asked something yeah yeah but how are you meant to learn when you don't ask it really confused me did any of that impinge on sort of when you talked about you start to feel a bit anxious about being in school yeah definitely yeah. because I wanted to learn, but I didn't want to be bullied because yeah. I just asked the question. Yeah. And that was hard, but... Yeah. Yeah. Um, so we talked about your, your passions being like dance and stuff. Do you, do you intend... You're back home educating. Do you intend to do GCSEs or is there... What are, you, what are your plans in terms of like the future? I definitely want to do GCSEs. 
definitely English, both English <laughs> and maths. I've I do want to do science, but I've looked into it and I'm not really sure I can because I need the sort of what I'm like in a classroom. And yeah. that's also for Spanish because I need the talking and textiles because I need to have had a project going on for a year within school. And that's a bit hard because I can't have the same opportunities. Mm. But if I can do it, and I have a portfolio of all my work that I've done in homeschooling, mm. do I really need the GCSE? It's a good question. I think in I think going into the future, it's going to be more debatable about yeah. going for jobs, what, what businesses are looking for, what they say they're looking for um, is people that are creative, people that are innovative, people that can communicate, you know, yeah. and, and you're all of those you know you're intelligent you're you you get that from a from a meeting with you so I guess I think only time will tell as to whether you know that will be um necessary and I mean you might you might start your own business and yeah and who's going to look at your credentials in that situation but do you think in terms of like GCSEs could there would it be nice if there was more support out there for home educated children or do you know if there is any I don't, I don't no. know at no. all, but I, I do know that that's becoming more popular. Yeah. Because I remember, not when I was younger, but a few years ago, if I told someone I was home educated, they'd be like, I've never heard of that, yeah. what is it? But yeah. now it's more like, oh, that's cool. I wonder what that's like, like, tell me about it. And mm. so I definitely think it's getting more popular and more people are going to start doing it because it is a really good idea. Mm. Yeah, no, you've definitely, if I wasn't being home educated, you, you would have definitely given me those kind of, that positive feeling about it. But um, I just think, I just think, you know, you're definitely, you're going to go far. You can tell that you're, you're, you're fantastic to talk to. And I'm, I'm really grateful that you've, you've joined us today and shared your experience. Because I think particularly for people who are making that decision about home educating and all those things about socialising and w whether they'll get to the right sort of um, um, level of learning. You've, you know, you, you've given a story there. So really grateful, Faith, for your time. That's all right. Um, and listeners, if you have any more questions that you'd like to uh, ask me or or even Faith, we could do yeah. another podcast, mm -hmm. please do uh, email them. The links are on the website. And until next time, take care and carry on. Mm -hmm.